People talk about sports all the time. Why not us? All right, we're back. The 816 hour take three on the intro. It's been rough sledding, but hey, we're going to rock with it. Keegan, how you feeling, man? Uh, pretty good. Nice, cool night. Spooktober. Can't forget the Spooktober it's vibes. Just, fall probably the my favorite season. Has you got to football, be. playoff baseball. Has to be the, the NBA starts next week. No, no one's talking about the NBA. It's football season, baby. Go Let's Hornets. talk. Uh, yeah, like I said, October thirteenth, episode five. Uh, yeah, five. Episode I believe, five. Of in the huddle presented by the eight one six hour sitting here with Keegan, uh, got a good podcast today. I'm gonna go over: Are the Chargers an actual threat for the AFC? Uh, are they gonna be able? They're playing great football right now. Are they gonna be able to overtake pe- teams like the Browns, the Bills, the Ravens? Not gonna mention the Chiefs because of how they've been playing recently. After that, going to go into, of course, our top five teams of the week. Going into week six, uh, like we do every week, the Cowboys going to talk about, are they the sleeper team of the NFL? Only have one loss on the season. That was the first game of the season against the Buccaneers. Uh, Been playing great football. Keegan, what do we got after that? Uh, Then we got sleeper of the week, of course, something we do every week. A fantasy player that you would buy low in or just pick up in your league, something you need at that certain position, just look into it. And then we also got breakout players so far. We got five weeks in. Someone out there is playing significant football, big football. Uh, we're just going to go over who we think, maybe a player you know no one's heard about, and they're going off this year. And then also we're going to add in Lamar Jackson versus Josh Allen, two QBs who are playing great right now, who have about three years under their belt. Who would we choose to run, to start our franchise with? The answer's easy, just so you're aware, Keegan. Um, we'll get into it later. Hey, uh, just real quick before we jump into our topics of the week. Listening to Colin Coward yesterday while laying down in bed, uh, like Colin's always on the TV, of course, but uh, something he stated that really uh, stuck out, stood out to me while he was talking to Nick Wright, actually a Kansas City guy, Kansas City native. Yeah, he's a huge Chiefs fan. Love Nick Wright. That's my guy. But I actually met him when I was younger at a Brandon Carr autograph signing. You really? I did. I have his. I have a signature on a hat that's sitting in my room right now. He used now. to work in Kansas City. Yeah, he used to. He used to be on like eight. He used to be on sports talk radio. What? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Oh yeah, my dad was a huge Nick Wright fan, and then he made it big. I love it. Yeah, he's on a lot of places. But yeah, something he stated was uh, Mac Jones, whenever he is going to be in his prime, so maybe like three or four years, whenever that may be, uh, he still won't be a top five quarterback in the AFC. Not in the NFL, but just the AFC. I would probably have to agree. I mean, look what he has to go up against. He he has a lot of good quarterbacks. I mean, you have There's to be a lot really good, good to pass Herbert, Allen, Lamar, Mahomes. The fact that Mahomes was the fourth person on your list is insane. I was just naming. It wasn't. An no, order. no, no, no. Just think about that. The fact that you're naming these people and Mahomes was the fourth person. Like, oh, there's four other people. The AFC QBs are stacked. I love having young QBs in the NFL. It makes it so much more fun to watch. Yeah, Mac Jones probably, even in his prime, not top five in the SC. He would have to be really, really good. I mean, like you said, my list would probably, in three or four years, uh, obviously the bias, I'm putting Mahomes one. I'd put Josh Allen two. Herbert three. Gotta be Herbert. Lamar four. Five is a tough one. Oh my one. gosh. Five, five is the one that you could argue. Five is the one that Baker Mayfield, um, 
Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, Tua. Um, or it could be Mac Jones. I mean, we don't know. Yeah, he definitely could be. You got Bill Belichick as your coach. Yeah, I mean, definitely haven't. Look what he did with a six-round pick. Straight up. He hasn't been able to, like, get a fully open offense, I don't believe, in New England. I don't think that Belichick has opened up that offensive playbook to let Mac really take the reins and just like roll with it you know kind of like tom brady's able was able to do granted that's going to come with time going to come with trust in uh belichick's and that coaching staff but i mean honestly you could argue that in his prime he'd be third or fourth best in their division quarterback wise yeah um definitely could be second because tua and um you just don't know what you're gonna get with Tua yet it, yeah. it sucks same with Zach Wilson yeah that's true Zach but Wilson was coming uh sorry what were you saying no no you yeah, go you yeah. go well Tua's coming off that injury yeah Tua still so has who the knows? injury history uh, yeah exactly his injury history um he hasn't looked like what he looked like at Alabama yeah so maybe he's not the answer but he's only in year two midway so and Mac Ooh, Jones, just a rookie. I mean, same exactly. with Zach Wilson. They got four young QBs in the AFC East. Yep. Obviously, Josh Allen, the top. He's proved himself. Yeah, silly. Young guy, 26, I want to say. 26, yeah, he's, got, he's young. But you also got uh, Zach Wilson, who's got to prove himself. Mac Jones, who's also a rookie. And then Tua, who's definitely got to prove himself here soon. Because I would say for any position, year three is about make or break year. Oh, 1,000%. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, but yeah, just wanted to bring that up because I personally thought that that was crazy to think about that Mac Jones, someone's talking about is the, like the Messiah, the second coming of Tom Brady and the Bill Belichick offense. No, literally. Isn't going to be a top five quarterback in his own division, let alone the NFL in his prime. No, yeah. It's not even a knock on Mac Jones. He'll be good, but just the other AFC QBs is just insane. No, for real. It's a big teacher ahead. I love it. I love it. And the AFC and NFC is in a very good spot at the moment. No, yeah. Young QBs, a lot a lot to come. I love it. Uh, but jumping right into it, first topic, the Chargers. Been playing great football only. I believe they only have one loss on yeah, the Yeah, they're 4-1. and one, Lost four to the Cowboys a few weeks ago. That's true. That was a big loss. Yep. But should the NFL and the AFC be worried about this Chargers team? Yes. Easily. The Chargers are playing awesome on both sides of the ball. Herbert, got to be your MVP so far. I, he's playing awesome. Brandon Staley looks like the perfect head coach fit. Looks like he fits so well I, with Herbert. I, it's awesome. I mean, uh, like we were talking about it earlier, they're going for on fourth down. Dude. No matter where you are. And uh, like you were saying, it makes you seem like it shows that you trust your QB. He's going for it on like in the Kansas City game. It was fourth and four, fourth and two, fourth and uh, fourth and four. Fourth I want to say fourth and four. Yeah, fourth and four. Flag made it fourth and nine, and still could have kicked, kicked the field. a field goal yep. with under a minute. Uh, no, there was time left. There was time. Okay. Yeah. Because it wasn't to ice the game. I know Kansas City had another drive after that. You're right. Because they and had a, they scored a touchdown to Mike Williams. Yeah, they didn't want to give it to Patrick Mahomes. Of course. Went for on fourth and nine. Fourth and nine. Got in, it. On the road in the fourth quarter in a huge ball game against in the Arrowhead. defending AFC champs. Like, that just shows how much confidence you have in your quarterback. And Herbert's only in his second year. If you're not worried about the Chargers, you should be. Justin Herbert, like you said, is playing at an MVP caliber 
type season. He's a top three quarterback in the NFL right now. Went 26 of 43 for almost 400 yards and four scores this past week in the high scoring game against the Browns. Shout out Austin Eckler. Had three total touchdowns from all my fantasy teams I drafted him on. Austin Eckler is an absolute dog. Top three running back in the NFL. Bold take. I'm just going to say it. Uh, but like you said, the coaches trust him. Like, what did you point out? The fourth and two? Fourth and two on their own 24 in the third quarter versus the Browns this past weekend. And it's such a close game. Yeah, it just in the middle of the third quarter, it wasn't even like they were down a lot and had to go for it. It's not like they were up and trying to keep the ball. Exactly. Like, it was just ballsy. And it just shows that you trust your offense. You trust your second-year QB. And I love that. Brandon right. Staley looks like an awesome hire. And it sucks as Chiefs fans, but, I mean, Herbert is playing awesome. He's yeah. so fun to watch. Yeah, shout out real quick. Uh, said to bring up, my dad absolutely flamed me because uh, in the last podcast I brought up and I said that Brendan Staley was a great offensive-minded head coach. He was actually a defensive coordinator. Yeah, he's the defensive corner for the Rams. Yep, sorry, Dad. Please, please don't be mad at me. I enjoy eating dinner every night. Um, no, but uh, next thing, the defense. I mean, the defense is middle of the pack. I want to say when I looked at their stats, they were around the middle in about every category. I mean, uh, yeah, a lot of allowed a lot of points. Yeah, rounds. But if you, I, I know it's hard to say, but from a name basis, if that team's healthy, you have to think that defense and offense have hasn't been healthy in a very long time. Getting Derwin James, getting Joey Bosa, um, Asante Samuels Jr. Is an absolute dog. Yeah, he's playing awesome. I mean, the that defense fourth round pick. The defense just makes plays. Um, yeah, a little bit. Of what you brought up, Derwin James is healthy. Football yep. missed that guy. Arguably a top three, top could be a top two safety. I mean, in yeah, when he's NFL. healthy. I mean, the dude had fourteen tackles in the he's, first half he's on a beast. Sunday. I think people forgot how good he was at playing. Football. No, they did. Football missed Derwin James and his athletic ability at safety. He and is I, all over the place. Yep. He's awesome to watch. I mean, he's flying around out there. He's not just good on the field. He's good on the sticks. Actually, the best Madden player in all of the NFL. Oh, yeah. He, like, ran Tyreek in the championship. Won the Madden championship series out of, I want to say there was eight eight of the top Madden players. And he just... He cooked Tyreek. Yeah, he he must be playing a lot of Madden in his free time. Hey, for real. Like, uh, but like I said, they the if you told me the Chargers were playing in the AFC championship game come that time... I wouldn't be surprised. I hate to say it. Yeah, I hate to say it too, but they look so good that they could be there. They could definitely win the AFC this year. The way they're playing, the way their coach has them set up, I wouldn't be surprised. They're, they want to win games now, and they want to be in the playoffs come January. And um, Herbert, you know, he has Keenan Allen, but we forgot about He has Mike Williams. Mike Williams win healthy absolute exactly but when healthy yeah that's the biggest if on this team if this team can stay healthy they i don't want to say will because the health issue has been a problem in the past but if this team can stay healthy they definitely can make a run at a deep playoff run no i agree the chargers have had some terrible injury history i mean they have had some really good teams i mean just look at it when was the last time you've heard of an nfl doctor puncturing a lung before before the game five minutes before five minutes before the game what is happening in that locker room i don't get it what is happening in that medical tent that tyrod taylor has had some bad luck he definitely has but um you got anything else on the chargers 
I'm just scared of them. Hey, I I'm as scared. I hate as to well. say it, but like not even this year, but years coming. Yeah, they have a so- the Chiefs cakewalk in the AFC West is no. It's more. over. I hate. And to I'm say not it. even saying I'm mad about that. I love it. I'm tired of running the AFC West. I'm, I'm I already got to say I'm tired of. I'm it. not tired of it, but I love competition. We already got no. a loss in the AFC West. Just shows that we need to get back out there and get better. Yeah, straight up. Uh, moving off the Chargers topic. Uh, top five teams. Top five teams. Keegan. From five to one, give me your five. The Bucks. The Bucks. I have the Cowboys at five. I like that. Uh, four, I have the Rams. Four, I have the Bucks. At three, I have the Chargers. Three, I have the Rams. At two, I have the Cardinals. I have the Bills at two. Okay, this is where we flip flop. Yeah. I have the Bills at one. And I have the Cardinals at one. I did put a sixth one. I put the Chargers as my sixth team. I can't put them above the Cowboys because the Chargers did lose to the Cowboys a couple weeks ago, but I still wanted to make it known that they are in my top six because they're a great team. Yeah, and we're only five weeks in, so I mean, a lot of things can change. In five weeks, I mean, five of these teams could be out of the top. I five. mean, our first podcast, we had Kansas City at one, both of us, I want to say, oh, and man. now they're it's out been of a long our top five, five weeks. It has, but no, gonna another thing, real quick, gonna go over. Uh, starting a Kansas City Chiefs only podcast. Oh, yeah. Going to be a double upload on Wednesdays. Going to see about Carter and Christian getting on to the podcast, talking about some Kansas City Chiefs football. Definitely a lot of stuff we want to go over as Chiefs fans, but we don't want to make our podcast a full Chiefs podcast. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Yeah, just a small little quick podcast every week. You know, a lot of our – we know a lot of people that are Chiefs fans. Yep. And just a quick little podcast, maybe a rant, or maybe they go on a big winning streak. We just want to talk about Chiefs. Hey. We both know a lot about them. Maybe some Chiefs merch coming in? A16 I, I would Chiefs. love it. Maybe hey. some Chiefs players on hey. the podcast. You know, Watch think big. Former players, I mean, older players, newer players. Who knows? Watch out. We got big things coming. Exactly. Uh, but moving off, Keegan, let's talk about the Cowboys. Cowboys are a great story this year. Dak Prescott back. How you feeling? Uh, Dak playing out of his mind i'm i don't think we're surprised about it but i think we're surprised as the cowboys as a whole the cowboys are four and one the loss on opening night to the bucks yep but they hung in there with the bucks. on a field goal to end exactly. the game exactly no one expected that their no defense one. does not look as bad as last year and that's a huge improvement mm-hmm. they made defensive Picks on the off on the defensive side. Yeah, Trevon uh, Diggs. Trevon Diggs, six picks in five games. That's insane. The dude had like two picks in one game. Dude, he has an absolute nose for the ball. I mean, he has one or two pick sixes. I think just one. I want to say one. But uh, he, he's a smart player. He will let you know he's smart. He's gonna sit there and he's gonna talk crap to you like a Deion Sanders. Like I was watching Bussing with the Boys today. Uh, one of their older podcasts with uh, Chad Ochocinco or Chad Johnson, whatever he's going by uh but he was another one of those wide receivers that would tell you like what he's gonna do and he's gonna do it like Trevon Diggs is that guy also I learned that he is Stephon Diggs brother not cousin oh okay I thought he was his cousin too I was for sure I saw it on NFL Network because when Nick Saban when he moved him to from wide receiver to corner he cried called his brother and the first thing Stephon Diggs said to him was we'll get to work and now look. Yep, I was going to bring that up. Stefan was telling him, he said, Nick Saban knows the best. Exactly. He knows. And what uh, what a change that was. I Honestly. Mean, the dude's making a career out of playing cornerback. And he, in year two, I love it. Breaking the NFL in interceptions. He has six through five weeks. That's insane. I mean, the dude, 
that's got to be on pace for a lot. Yeah. I mean, but also Micah Parsons has been awesome. Arguably one of the best rookies this year. A, a dog. Absolute I mean, dog. he's been playing defensive end a little bit in Dan Quinn's defense uh, since they're a little short at uh, DN. We should make that a segment every week. Who's our dog of the week? Because we use that word a lot. Oh, a I lot like of players that. are dogs. It's, it's just dog it's just in maybe, there maybe send them like we pick like smaller name players that are like going under the radar but send them some 816 hour merch see what's popping dude Make that'd it. be cool yo why not we'll we're, we're, we'll get the talks going we'll see what's up a lot of big things coming for real yo watch out but no uh like you were talking about um Dak, he's playing out of his mind went for 302 two scores completed almost 70 percent of his passes last week he did have the interception i know that um but Zeke is playing amazing football. Tony Pollard is being a great complimentary back to that backfield. Zeke has rushed for over 100 yards in back-to-back week, has had a touchdown or more in all games besides one. I want to say it was the week one game against the Bucks. Yeah, I think it's week one. Bucks do have, I want to say it's a top three run defense in the NFL. Could yeah, be their wrong run defense that. is really good. I'm pretty. Yeah, yeah. I think no, it's top their, three. Their pass defense is worse in the NFL. They're giving up the yeah, most their pass passing defense yards in the is NFL. Really bad. It was bad last year. Granted, they do have a lot of injuries on that secondary. So yeah, they're signing cornerbacks off the street. That's yeah. why they got Richard Sherman. But I, but I will say um, another thing that I heard uh, when Dak is throwing the ball less than four thirty-five times a game, and they're able to get Zeke and Tony Pollard rolling. That's whenever the Cowboys are at their best because of how good of players they have. C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, uh, oh, who's their tight end? Um, uh, Schultz. Dalton Schultz? Dalton Schultz. Da- Dawson Dalton, one of the two. Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz. Um, Zeke Elliott, Tony Pollard, uh, just to name a few. I know they have Michael Gallup on the IR, so whenever he's able to come back. On the defensive side of the ball, they're not even playing with Demarcus Lawrence, arguably the best defender on that side of the ball for the Cowboys. Um, Dan Quinn has came in, and he's put that defense back together, arguably one of the worst defenses last year, but I feel like that defense is just bought into what Dan Quinn is talking about and what he's trying to execute on the field and it's showing i mean if you watch their primetime game it was a couple weeks ago against the eagles yeah monday night uh, oh the defense they just looked amazing they hemmed jalen hurts in and it was awesome to see sadly not awesome for my fantasy team but no yeah they are definitely buying into what dan quinn is bringing in and i love it uh dan quinn defensive-minded coach for a long time was the falcons head coach of course didn't get it done there but back just to that defensive coordinator, turned around one of the worst, if not the worst, defense in football last year. Um, also, that rushing attack is huge because you have not only have one back, you have two that you can rely on. And it doesn't put so much pressure on uh, Dak. Last year, Zeke was not good. He was fumbling a lot. The offensive line was beat up. But, I mean, when you don't have the pass as much, like you said, 35 attempts or less, you can also run the ball efficiently, and that helps a lot. So I like that a lot, but Dan Quinn has done a great job with that defense. No, uh, Cowboys arguably, I mean, they were my fifth team in my top five, so I think they're definitely one of the sleeper teams. In the yeah, NFL. definitely probably the most improved team so far. If that can stay healthy and that team can stay healthy and the offense and defense can buy into what Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn are preaching, I think the Cowboys have a good oh, shot. Oh, yeah, at Kellen Moore is an awesome offensive, Love Kellen offensive Moore. coordinator. He might be a head coach one day. Loved watching him at BYU, um, left-handed quarterback. Boise State. Boise State, not yeah, BYU. Yeah, he was a 
baller. Yeah. He used to play for the Cowboys. Um, Did you see the play where it was like um, a fake toss to Zeke? It was a fake toss to Zeke. So everyone falls for it, and mm. then it's a, just a flat t- dump off to Zeke because oh, you know you it. fall for it. Yeah. Then everyone comes back to Dak, yeah. and then you just toss it off. Dak I was dancing into the end zone. I love it. So yeah, Kellen Moore. No, he's he's drawing up great plays. He's putting Dak. It's awesome. I mean, I just like having former quarterbacks as offensive coordinators because you know the whole system. Exactly. You know what's going on. What schemes are ran. You know how to talk to quarterbacks because of how you were talked to and what you like. You can relate to quarterbacks, and you can put their good things on notice, and you can keep their bad tendencies to a minimum, and I I love that. Uh, Do you think the Cowboys could take the NFC this year? Not over the Rams. I don't think they would beat the Rams or the Cardinals straight up. Yeah, I was going to say, there's probably a few teams i put over them, even the Bucs. Yeah, you could. I think the Bucs. I think out of five games, I would give the Cowboys three out of five. I mean, yeah, if you run it back... The opening night game, obviously, like we mentioned, throw it on a neutral field. I don't, I don't know if the Bucks could walk into Jerry's World and beat the Cowboys on their own turf. Yeah, because Jerry's World would be popping. Oh, straight up, just like the Bucks game was. No, yeah, for sure, and that was uh, the Super Bowl banner night. So yeah, it was packed. Everyone got the rings. But that would be an awesome playoff game. Um, yeah, I would love that. But you know, we've seen uh, the past few years where great offenses and average defenses won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's one. But I think the defense just get a little bit better. But offense maybe add like another uh like Michael if Michael Gallup comes back and he can play to exactly, his like just an extra threat. Yes, exactly. Because I know Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb great two probably top fifteen wide receivers, easily top two top fifteen wide receivers, but excuse me. Um another third option in that receiving game outside tight end Dalton Schultz, um to add more of Less um, spotlight on Zeke and Tony Pollard on that rushing game to open that up to take more pressure off Dak in the long run. No, yeah, it's not going to be easy for defenses come January when you have to guard about everyone on that offense. Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. And with Dak playing like he has, that's going to be rough. Exactly. I mean, Dak is just... I mean, you could if he wins MVP. I won't even be surprised. No, I mean, comeback player of the year for sure. Oh, yeah, comeback player of the year. There's no question on that one. Yeah, easily. But I love it. Yeah. Cowboys I mean, the Cowboys being good is good for football. It is. It really is. I they're, mean, they're America's team for a reason. Yeah, like a lot of people hate the Cowboys obviously cuz they're overrated every year, you know, mm-hmm. Super Bowl champs every year, obviously. Haven't done that in a while, but RIP Carter Stapleton. Sorry, yeah, buddy. literally. Your day is coming, I promise. <laughs> but I mean, with Dak and all those other young guys and the dogs on defense, how can you not? It's a good time like to be them. a Cowboys fan. No, I hate yeah, to say. for sure. Um, move, you got anything else on the Cowboys? Uh, no, no. Moving in, sleeper of the week, Keegan. I'm gonna go first because you always go first, and I'm sick and tired. Man, of it. no, not actually. All love, Taylor Heineke. If you need a quarterback, maybe you have Matt Ryan as your quarterback. Not sure why you'd have Matt Ryan, especially if you're in like a 10 to 12 team PPR league or standard. Maybe your quarterback is Russell Wilson got hurt. Who knows? I mean, Big Ben, you want someone to throw out there. Told Christian two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I said throw Taylor Heineke in. What did he do? Put up more points than Lamar Jackson. He took a risk. Taylor Heineke's only owned in 18.3% of fantasy leagues, ESPN-wise. Uh, he's set to play Kansas City, who's giving up over 420 yards a game. 
Taylor Heineke has receivers like Terry McLaurin. He has a run game and receiving backs in J.D. McKissick and Antonio Gibson. Uh, the Chiefs haven't shown they can stop even a nosebleed. Why, why, why do I think they can stop Terry McLaurin, sadly? Watch out. Terry McLaurin, I know I called him for a big game last week. I know he was my sleeper of the week. No, they were my lock of the week. I thought Terry was yeah. going to go off. But Terry McLaurin... I think he has a big game. I think Antonio Gibson has a big game. I still take the Chiefs winning that game. Not gonna. I'm gonna keep that out there. But I think Taylor Heineke might throw up around 25 to 30 points in fantasy. He definitely could. Um, obviously, the Chiefs' defense hasn't been great. Taylor Heineke is also looking to bounce back, so I like yes. that pick a lot. Yep. Um, my sleeper of the week, Zach Ertz. He's Ew. owned in. Ew. He's owned in 32 percent of ESPN leagues. Ew. No Goddard, so Ertz will get all the love. Red yep. zone threat. Um, I picked him up in fantasy, so I hope I'm right. But uh, Zach Ertz, Jalen Hurts, you know, he has that rushing ability, so it may take some receptions away from him. But I think Zach Ertz will have a big game. You know, tight ends, I don't look for a lot out of my tight ends. But, you know, maybe 10, 15, if he gets a touchdown, maybe 17 to 20 points. Mm-hmm. I think that's definitely a W for pickup. Yeah, if you look at Ertz in his past three games stat-wise, I have it pulled up. Four for Seven targets, four receptions, 53 yards, and a touchdown against Dallas. Followed that up with eight targets, six receptions against Kansas City for 12 points in fantasy. He got six uh, targets last week, only converted one reception for 1.7 points. So the targets are there, and especially w- fighting with Goddard and... Um, Devonta Smith, the rookie out of Alabama, Heisman Trophy winner. Definitely hard to get uh, love in that offense. But with Goddard out, it's going to open around probably five to seven targets a game. So it wouldn't surprise me if he had around eight to ten targets in this upcoming week, especially with Jalen Hurts loving. The offensive line isn't good, so he needs receivers outside of his running back to dump the ball off to. So Zach Hurts could definitely have a big week. I hope he does, man. I, I you just it. you just want him to have a big week because you you play your boy in fantasy this week, dude. I have a tough matchup. I'm about to be back to back weeks without Calvin Ridley. Ooh, that's tough. Dalvin has a sprained ankle. And do we just want to real quick bring up the boys' fantasy trade? The big one that happened. The this big week. fantasy trade that happened. Christian Lynn traded away Christian made McCaffrey. a trade. To trade away the best fantasy aspect asset in the game, arguably. Easily. I personally, Bryson, traded. Call me if you got mossed, sent. Running back Jonathan Taylor. Top tight end in the NFL, Travis Kelsey. Alongside Naheem Hines, the handcuff of JT. And Devontae Parker? Four. Christian McCaffrey. Chuba Hubbard, his handcuff, just in case he doesn't suit up. And Kyle pits both both teams i think got good returns for what they gave up christian gave up solid tight end and an amazing running back i gave up an amazing tight end and a solid running back i personally think i won the trade christian and other guys in the group chat think that he won the trade let us know what you think what side of the trade are you taking but keegan best of luck to you this week um just so you know i am taking a dub though I, I need it, bro. I, you do need a dub. I went from zero and one to three and one to maybe three and three, and it's a roller coaster of emotions. And the feeling. Chiefs are bad right now, oh, so I don't even I don't even know what to think. I it's hey. gonna get downhill real quick if I lose this week. Hey, like you were talking about the Chiefs, I'm moving into the next topic. Top <laughs> player that has shown us the most over the last five weeks. 
the only what seems like bright spot in this Kansas City Chiefs team. I have Harrison Butker, another jersey I have signed behind me. Uh, it truly feels like every time he goes out there, he's going to make the kick. Uh, he has not missed a single kick, knock on wood, since the season has started. Um, if Andy sent him out there on an 81-yard try, I would feel confident. Uh, he has hit every extra point. Doesn't matter the weather. Doesn't matter the distance. Harrison Butker is that guy. He has the confidence. He has the swagger now. He's got the beard. If you see him walking in pregame, he's got the best drip on. He's got the suit always fitted up. Love Harrison Butker. Easily my favorite Chiefs player. A uh, little biased on it, but I will say that Harrison Butker has shown me that I have full confidence when he goes out there. So he would be my top player of the last five weeks. Keegan? Uh, a little bit on Harrison Butker. Um, I was scared for him to go out there Sunday because there was a lot of missed PATs and a lot of missed field goals. Harrison don't miss. But Harrison's automatic. It's kind of like at the point where you don't even need to watch. Like You can go get a drink. Straight up. You come back, to your your team has plus three points. Yep. See, and what was wild is how gross the weather was in that game. And he was automatic. It didn't I matter. Mean, it's hard because, like, kickers are just a different animal. No, yeah. It's a hard. It's one of the hardest positions to play. Exactly. You could go out there for maybe three kicks in a game. If you miss two of them, you are absolutely slandered on Twitter, on social media. People are calling for your job. If you miss one kick in a game, they still you're getting crap for it. I know Carter last year. Harrison Bucker went through that stretch where he missed a couple field goals here and there. Carter wanted a new kicker. And I was like, Carter, I was like, give Harrison time. Harrison's that guy. A lot of Chiefs fans, get Harrison out of Kansas City. We need a new kicker. Now look, hitting every single yeah, field goal. he missed goal. a few PATs last year, but I don't think in the end he missed that many. No, I want to say he only had around like five. Yeah, let's say five or six. With as many touchdowns as the Chiefs score, you're bound to miss a couple so I'm kicks saying. here and there. Uh, but my breakout player so far is Javon Hargrave. Ooh. And you may not even know who that is, but he plays for the Phillies. Or for the Please for the Phillies. Man. We are turning baseball in here, folks. I've heard the baseball podcast. I'm a co-host on the baseball podcast. No, don't. Don't lie. You're just nervous about this next topic about Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. You're right. Because I'm coming for your neck. All right, continue. But he plays for the Eagles, former Steeler. Uh, Javon Hargrave, as a former nose tackle myself in the fifth oh grade, oh gosh, Javon Hargrave is playing out of his mind. He's got six sacks, which is fourth in the NFL. His career high in sacks is six and a half, so he's a half away. And I watched some highlights on him, and he just, the dude is a bulldozer out there. Yo, he's, he's his motor. Pound. His motor. Exactly. Out of Oregon. I love it. I love getting sacks. I love the D lineman. Javon Hargrave. Wait, I mean, he's where, some love. Where, did, where did you say he's from? Uh, not Oregon. Uh, where'd he go? Where, where did he go? go? I want you to just guess. Uh, small score, big school. Small. UTEP. You're not going to guess. UTEP. South Carolina State. Where did you get Oregon? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I saw it. Oh, you know what? When I went when I w- went to go look up his highlights, I typed in Javon Hargrave and it popped up uh, Javon Holland. So that's where I got uh, Oregon. Okay. And I just stuck with it. And I forgot. Small school. I love it. South Played Carolina for the Steelers State. for a little bit. Yeah, I mentioned that. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, career high is six and a half, and he's already had six. I mean, that's on pace for 19 and a half, so that's he probably wild. won't get there, but a 10-plus yeah. sack season for a nose tackle, I love it. I love defensive players, the D-line. I love people getting sacks. I, sacks is the most underrated part of the game, I feel like. I'm Underrated? 
I feel like not many people talk about people getting sacks. I mean, what? I, dude, give me pressures over sacks for underrated. Okay, that's true. That's true. Um, but I just love the big guys going out there and getting tackles for loss. Give me tackles oh, for yeah, loss. Oh yeah, that's sacks. a big one Come too. On, no Pete. one talks about that. Hey, Nick Bolton. I'm not saying it was the most underrated, but it's You it's, said that. You said most you think that sacks is one of the most underrated. One of the most, not the. Then what's the most? Probably tackles for loss. Got to be. Tackles for loss or pressures. Honestly, I know it's not a stab, but interceptions that don't count on the QB. Huh? So like Mahomes has tipped interceptions this year. It's, an, it's not a stat. Why would that be the most underrated stat? Because no one talks about it. Like, Mahomes has six interceptions this year, and that's all that people talk about. But three of them aren't even his fault. I'm not so that, you, that'd be more of an offensive underrated stat, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't say, we didn't t- say any of the ball. Oh. I'm just saying in general. Give me yards after contact for the most underrated stat in all of NFL. Yards yeah. after contact. Yeah, yeah. So after you touch me, how much longer I go? If I can get 16 to 20 yards, that's insane. Derrick Henry comes to mind. Exactly. But, yo, how did we just get on to that? Reel it back in. Like oh, Keenan wow. Allen, we're reeling it back in. Keegan, I'm done. I'm ready. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, who are you taking? Go. <clears throat> I already know who you're taking. I don't even want to hear you say it. Between Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson right now. Give me Lamar Jackson. Dude, you had the perfect opportunity to do the Max Kellerman. Fate of the universe on the line. I have one Give quarterback to make. I have one quarterback to make the throw. Lamar Jackson. Give me Josh Allen. No. The, the aliens have the death beam pointed Dude, at Max Earth. Max Kellerman is an extra character. Man. I love Max Kellerman. We need to get a Max Kellerman type person on this podcast probably could be christian if you paid attention to football a little bit more but that's besides the point keegan let's get on to it josh allen lamar jackson you're taking lamar i'm taking josh allen i'll say why i'm taking lamar well is that it was just a statement i'm i'm telling you right now i'm taking lamar listen i literally just okay let's hear it oh i'm so ready for this his rushing ability is like no other and it's not debatable josh allen's is just as good how many rushing yards did Josh Allen have in his whole career? In his whole career? Yep. Uh, we'll note that Josh Allen is a passing quarterback, not a rushing quarterback. But uh, let me see. Rushing yards. Josh Allen has 1,750 yards rushing with 27 rushing touchdowns. <clears throat> Lamar has 3,247 in 51 career games. Okay. His rushing ability can change the game. How many rush attempts? Just out of curiosity. Let me look real quick. Out of rushing attempts, he... How many times has he ran the ball? I have the stat if you need it. Oh, yeah. What's the stat? Cause it's not uh, right here. Okay. Well, I didn't... Th- I thought you might be a little bit more ready for this, Keegan. I thought it was... Pop- 538 compared to 335. Okay. Here's so, also- 200 more rush attempts, and he has about double. Well, like you mentioned, Josh Allen is not a rushing QB first. Thank you for helping my um, point. Also, Josh Allen has Stephon Diggs. Lamar hasn't had true wide receivers, so he has to rely on his legs more. Okay. So if that's your, if that's the case, then who do you think has more rushing touchdowns? Josh Allen does. Josh Allen has twenty-seven compared to Lamar having twenty-one. And to bring up the fact that then you wanted to bring up passing yards, let's look at uh, Josh Allen's. 11,077 yards 
in his career compared to oh um mm, where is this eight thousand eight thousand passing yards for Lamar Keegan what what where do you go off of that let's hear it like I said Lamar doesn't have a wide receiver like Stephon Diggs has to rely on his legs more is a Russian QB first so he's not gonna have as many passing attempts okay I'll give you that uh also uh, I know you didn't mention this. Um, people, they're always like, Lamar, you know, his arm, it's a knock. Josh mm-hmm. Allen's arm is better, obviously. Obviously. But Lamar in his MVP year, also he has an MVP, Josh Allen doesn't. One um, stat that he has over him. <laughs> One thing. Uh, Lamar had 36 passing touchdowns, mm-hmm. so, you know, he's not a bad passer. His accuracy has gotten way better. His passing has gotten way better this year, mm-hmm. and I love it. Uh, but the rushing abilities, it can take over a game. No, I agree. And I really like the options offense. Obviously, you can do that with Josh Allen, but Lamar makes people miss in the backfield and it keeps the play alive. Mm-hmm. And Josh Allen can do that, but not not as close. I, I disagree. I jo- don't. Josh Allen gets out of the pocket. Okay, so Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, both of them get out of the pocket. Who are you trusting to throw a ball more on the run? Josh Allen's a better thrower. I said that. Okay, but you're bringing up the rushing aspect. So Lamar Jackson has one one single thing over Josh Allen, and that's his rushing ability when Josh Allen has more rushing touchdowns, just to bring that up. But, like you said, hasn't had the true number one wide receiver, so he has to rely on his legs more. Um, I, I Passing the ball, give me Josh Allen. Running the ball, give me Lamar. Passing on the run, Josh Allen. Name another thing that Lamar has over Josh Allen. Oh gosh, you got a little quiet over there, Keegan. Man, what? Wait, one sec. What's Lamar Jackson's playoff stats? What's his record in the playoffs? One and three. One and three. Could, could, one and you, two. One and three. One He's and three. one and three. Okay, I thought so. Uh, Josh Allen's two and two. In Josh one Allen. One game better. What? One game better. In Josh Allen's playoff career, five touchdowns to one interception with a sixty percent completion percentage. Lamar Jackson, oh gosh, what's this? Three touchdowns to five interceptions with a 64% completion percentage? Keegan, here. I'm just saying, Josh Allen has that number one wide receiver. Oh, wait, he just got Stephon Diggs last year, correct? Yeah, and he played one playoff game without him. Huh? He played a playoff game without him. Yeah. Okay, and? What was his stats in that playoff game? Uh, So 2019, he went... 24 of 46, 52 yards, 264 passing yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Played an average in a playoff game. Huh? Played an average in a playoff game. So, oh, so he played to the same standard that Lamar Jackson played, just a little bit better with, because he didn't have two interceptions in one, in two games. Oh, two interceptions in his second career playoff game. Oh, another interception in his first career playoff game. But, but like you said, like you said, he doesn't have a true wide receiver one. But who who does he have? Mark Andrews, arguably a top three tight end. Yeah, that's true. He does have Mark Andrews, who is a top three tight end, arguably. Thank you for so proving my I'll, point. I'll give you that. So um, I'm, I'm just confused on, like, how you're taking Lamar over Josh Allen. I, I, I'm just stating. I'm not saying Lamar is the better QB. I agree Josh Allen is the better Wait, Q- wait, 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 wait. No. You're—, you're you can't sit here and try to argue me that you would take Lamar over Josh. But I'm, I'm about to tell you why I take Lamar over Josh. His rushing ability. Everyone be ready. 
I told you I'm coming for your neck. Okay, but I'm not saying. I Let's go. Let's go. Tell me why. Tell me why. I just want to know why. Let's go. His rushing ability. Not playing. <laughs> okay, look. His rushing ability changes the game. Josh Allen isn't even close. It can. It changes the game. Crazy. <laughs> That's all you have. But listen, he's not as good passing. But he's not a bad passer, so give he's me not. Lamar Jackson because he can change the game in two different ways. Okay, Lamar Jackson is an average passer of the football. Yes or no? No, he's above average. Above average? Yes. Uh, Are you watch him play this year? Yeah. Have you watched Josh Allen play this year? Yes. But you asked me if jo- if Lamar was um. <laughs> how many? Wait. How many turnovers did Josh Allen have? We'll just talk about Kansas City games real quick. How many turnovers did Josh Allen have Sunday night against Kansas City? Zero. How many turnovers did Lamar Jackson have Sunday night against Kansas City? One, two, two picks, two picks. Two picks. Oh, he's two picks. Two picks. Yeah. Both to Tyron Matthew, and that's against the Kansas City defense. Just to bring that up. Okay, you continue though. I'm sorry. I'll let you talk. I would like to announce my exonation from this podcast. You you okay over there, Keegan? <clears throat> yeah, I'm a little sick. Um. I'm not saying, you know what, <laughs> I don't even know where to go with this, bro. You're done. Dude, I told Bryson before we recorded this podcast that he was going to, I said, bro, please don't make me cry. He was going to come up with every stat possible, and Josh Allen probably is the better QB, but I just I just think Lamar's rushing ability overtakes a game so much, and he has the passing ability, which I think is above average, and he hasn't had a true wide receiver one his whole career. I, give me Lamar. I just, you haven't proven to me why yet. I just, I hate to say it, but you really just haven't proven to me why. Lamar Jackson this year, he rushing the ball. Lamar has less career interceptions than Josh Allen. It doesn't matter, but it's something he wanted. Look at the pass attempts. I just wanted to say something I wanted for once. Okay. Um, wait. Oh, here we go. Oh, wait. No? (laughs) Josh Allen has 400 more passing attempts in his career. 400 more? Yeah. I, I would assume... Hey, he only has three more passing touchdowns in his career. Okay. And less starts. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you, you're you just digging the hole for yourself. Lamar has a higher yards per attempt. By point four. Yep. He has a higher quarterback rating than Josh Allen in his career. Lamar's is 102.6. Josh Allen's is 90.4. On the 400 more pass attempts. That's what QBR goes off of, not your ability to rush the Let me win in something. No, I'm not. I I can't let you. Sorry, man. Lamar is sacked more. That's because he runs the ball more. Okay. Um, Um, Are you you good? Oh, yeah. Who has more passing yards this year? Oh, so we're going to go off of this year alone. Um, How many passing touchdowns does Lamar have? Eight. How many does Josh Allen have? Well, How many interceptions does Lamar have? Three. How many does Josh Allen have? Three. He has two. Three. He has two. Let me win. He has two. I know. No, here, I'll give you. I'll give you one win. He has a point five or a five percent completion percentage better than. I mean, Josh Allen. He has that. Yeah, I know that, but completion percentage can go a lot of different ways. Yeah, like when you're throwing the ball four hundred more times in a career. Uh sorry. Yeah. You good? Like. Are we, are we still friends after that? After I, I'm sorry, Keegan, but I think I... 
That guy kind of heated. Death starts pointing at the universe. <laughs> Give me Lamar Jackson. Give me Lamar. Okay, okay, real talk, real talk. You are on your own 25-yard line. You have a minute left. One timeout. Are you taking Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen? You cannot sit there and look at me dead in the eyes and tell me you're taking Lamar over Josh Allen. You just can't, Keegan. I'm taking Lamar because he's going to run for 45 yards first you know play. Oh, my gosh. See, uh, His you know, rushing ability is like you, no other. You know what you do? I mean, completely neutralizes that? If I put a safety on a QB spy and I tell him to just run around. But and no one can stop Lamar rushing. No one. No one. Then why doesn't he have a Super Bowl? Hasn't he's been not, in the league long enough. Hasn't been in the league long enough. That's your point. Just let me go cry. Okay. Keegan, we good on this one? I'm not. Listen. Oh Keegan, you're done. No, I'm not. I, I, Josh Allen's a better QB. I burnt you worse than Steven Nelson used to get burnt. Steven Nelson Kansas has been blocked on Twitter. That's why I brought him up. Oh, my God, bro. It's such a flex for me. I don't even care. For no reason. No one cares about Steven Nelson. I tweeted at him like five times during the game versus Philly. Oh, my. He's blocked. You're blocked. He can't see your stuff. No, I can't see his stuff. He can see mine. Oh, yeah, because he cares. No, sorry. He cares enough to block me. Steven Nelson, I'm coming for your head. Yeah, you're not coming for Josh Allen's head. Anything else, Keegan? You good? How you feeling? Hurt? Give me Herbert over Josh Allen. Herbert. Okay, hey. Give me Patrick Mahomes. Hey, topic for the next podcast. We good? Not really. Keegan's going to go cry after I beat him in Madden. Dude, I had all these stats pulled up, and I just knew. You were done for. I couldn't win. You can't win the Lamar versus Josh Allen debate. I knew You you dug your own grave. I think we should thank me for taking Lamar in the debate and being... A great sport. Exactly. Thank you for allowing me to run you over worse than Derrick Henry ran Josh, Josh Norman, Norman over. over. Literally, like that meme, you know? I'm, I'm going to make right that now. meme, and I'm, I'm going to tweet that. So I need everyone to go retweet that. Oh, uh, let's put a poll. Josh Allen Lamar. We should put that. You just want to lose even more. I just want to see. Maybe I have one more chance. <sighs> we'll put it I out there. I won that running back poll that I didn't think I was close in. The one, the draft running backs? Yeah, yeah. Hey, so maybe Twitter's got me, you know. We'll throw it I got out my there. own vote. That counts as one, so. I'll throw it out there for you. All right? We good? Tune in next week. So how about the Chiefs, man? Hey, that's for the next podcast. Next Wednesday, putting out the Kansas City Chiefs podcast on top of In the Huddle this Saturday. Carter locking in with Call to the Pin. Going to have Keegan jump on that with them. Here in a couple weeks, hopefully, Christian is going to have out his Talk About Life podcast. A uh, lot of big things coming up for the A16. We're going to get some merch out. Uh, going to talk to the boys about that after this. But tune in next. Tune in Saturday. Check out Call to the Pin, a great podcast with Carter and Keegan. Uh, they get the boys on there. I know last week we had all of us on. Definitely go check out some older podcasts. Check us out on Twitter. Uh, at Insta, no, not Instagram. Don't have an Instagram yet. Go check us out on TikTok. Putting out more and more TikToks every day. Boys, you excited for tomorrow? I know we haven't even brought that up. Oh yeah, bro. The eight one six hour coming what are we to doing? you from a pumpkin patch. Boom. Probably some TikTok Spook videos. Tober coming to you live. Oh, bro, I should have worn my hoodie tomorrow. I- hey, wear it tomorrow too. I gotta wash it. Gotta get home. I'm wearing mine tomorrow, boys. Everyone, rock your Spooktober hoodies tomorrow. The whole squad Boom, pulls up. We'll probably look like a bunch of children. Hey, I don't care. 
We buy him pumpkins. Let's smash some pumpkins. Carter said we should look at yo. What what pumpkin is the best? Yo, watch out. We got a great Spooktober type. What's your favorite pumpkin for? food? Pumpkin food? Pumpkin flavored food. Give me a pumpkin muffin. I eat one every single morning in the month of October. Really? I do. I get them from Sam's Club. You really are about the Spooktober. Oh, I love um, it. My favorite is none because pumpkin tastes terrible. Oh, we're ending the podcast. Tune in next week. We out. Hey, Lamar has a <laughs> no.